It's another edition of Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm Joe Reed. Publisher Michelle Cobb is with me. We've been talking about celebrity autobiographies all week. And Michelle, let us know how you're ending the week. Dying of Politeness, a memoir written and read by Gina Davis. Aha. And there has been a great deal of buzz about this book. Yes, absolutely. So I didn't realize that Gina Davis grew up in the armpit of Cape Cod. <laughs> I didn't know Cape Cod had an oh, armpit. Oh, it does. <laughs> okay. Uh, and she had some extremely polite parents. So to hear about her transformation to a feminist icon was really what I would term delightful. I wish I could have heard her do a little bit more of her original Boston area accent. Living in that area, I wanted to hear more of that. But otherwise, you know. Okay, so tell us about the book. Is it uh, basically her tracing her life and her career? What? How? How is it organized? How does it work? Well, it takes us at the start from her awkward upbringing because she is extremely tall and she was kind of geeky as a kid. And she became a model with the intent of becoming an actor. And so she did a lot of modeling, but a lot of it was for things like her hands. And then she became this movie star, which was, of course, her goal. And we learn about her relationships with the high profile people like Jeff Goldblum and Rennie Harlan, but that's not the focus. So here is a person who has learned to use her voice and her influence to push back on sexism in Hollywood. And a lot of the book is about her coming to that and how she uses her voice and her power to help other women. Yeah. Well, she started an institute, the Gina Davis Institute on Gender in Media. So kudos to her for that. Yes. And I have to say my favorite part of the book was hearing about her time making Thelma and Louise, and that it was truly both personally and professionally an important part of her development. It was kind of like she went to school with Susan Sarandon on how to have agency, and she's sharing the work with us as she's making a difference in Hollywood representation, and she's using data to forward the conversation. So, so many smart things happening all at once. So she's hitting it on all cylinders. Yes. And come on, I mean, hanging out with Susan Sarandon and learning how to speak up for yourself. Yes. That's one of my favorite movies. And I really like how she really credits Susan Sarandon's impact on her in that journey of self-empowerment and becoming confident and speaking up for oneself. Yes. And, you know, she's had sort of this really interesting track because her first movie was Tootsie, which was obviously big. And she used that experience to learn from the director, to learn from Dustin Hoffman. So I think she is a great student of life and she is doing an amazing job of passing on that learning and passing on, you know, the the desire for people to use their voice to the rest of us in this work. Why don't we hear a little bit? So this is Gina Davis trying to rewire her brain after a polite upbringing. (laughs) This is Dying of Politeness. It's a memoir written and read by Gina Davis. I think the big task of my life is to close the gap between when something happens to me and when I react authentically to it. And miraculously, the characters I've played have helped transform me slowly, in fits and starts, into someone who can stand up for herself and who on occasion knows how she feels about something right in the moment. It wasn't until I played Thelma 
that I realized I may have wanted to become an actor so fervently because I could use acting to fill out the persona of someone confident in their abilities, someone I desperately wanted to be like in real life. You've heard the term, fake it till you make it. I would inelegantly paraphrase that as, act like it enough and it might just rub off on you. At the very least, people would think you're like that in real life. Before Thumb and Louise, I felt plagued by the strong currents of self-effacement coursing through me, so I decided to try taking a self-defense class. Her voice is lower than I expected it to be, but of course she's gotten older, but I like it. It's very engaging. Yes, and one of the things I enjoyed about the listening to this was she actually warms up with her narration sounding, it's more natural, and, and the pace speeds up as it goes, which is perfectly matched to the text. So kudos to whoever she was working with as a director to kind of pull that out of her. And she has this sense of urgency that she brings to the pace and to the tone about creating change. And she really sounds passionate toward the end. She just made me want to jump up and figure out how to make a difference in people's lives. So... Wow, that I I think that is a great response to this or any book. Yeah, I I have to say, listening to all these celebrity autobiographies, I was getting a lot of calls to arms and saying like, "Hey, you know, I'm a person who can do stuff. Like, let's do stuff together." So, all of these celebrities who want to come hang out with me and change the world, yes, that's what it left me with. <laughs> I think that is a great place to leave it. I mean, you had a great week, Michelle. Thank you for sharing them. Well, thanks to all the uh, celebrities for sharing their stories and for, you know, helping my call to arms. <laughs> and today we were talking about Dying of Politeness. It's a memoir written and read by Gina Davis. Support for Behind the Mic comes from author Rob White's The Maestro Monologue, a punch audio production. Behind the Mic is produced by Jessica Lockhart, Robin Witten, Michelle Cobb, Emily Connolly, Alan Minskoff, and Kendra Winchester are contributors. Jennifer Dell is our editor, and the music is William Ross Chernoff's Nomads Four Way. And I'm your host, Joe Reed. Good listening.